Hello, everyone. So I'm Olivia from Avesha, and I head up marketing and product UX at Avesha. And this is my colleague, Prasad. He's the chief product officer and a co-founder as well. So today, as Bart said, we'll be talking about um, a use case of a healthcare system that we developed on Kubernetes. And all of the technology, the multi-cluster, and everything that we've been hearing today, uh, we have a multi-cluster, multi-tenant orchestration platform called CubeSlice, and we built this healthcare system on CubeSlice that I will be uh, describing a little bit. We'll, I'll start with presenting the use case, and then we'll go into the technology a, a bit as to how we did it. So. Show of hands, how many of you have had or know about colonoscopy? Because this is, yeah, so if you're above 45, you're required to have a colonoscopy now. We know how fun that is. Um, so in this particular uh, system that was built on Kubernetes, uh, there was an AI, an AI model that was assisting a doctor to do uh, colonoscopies in real time. So actually, I have a picture here. So it was like that. There was a bounding box that was telling a doctor that there is a suspicious polyp here. Look at it. So the components of the system was we had edge servers. We had stuff running on cloud, a multi-cluster system. And we had the feed node, which is in the operating room, where all the data was being collected, sent to the AI model that's running on the edge, and then some processing and learning happening on the cloud. Uh, in addition to that, in addition to this AI, real-time AI detection system, uh, there was also a workflow automation component that we had where it was all hands-free. Um, yeah, talk about a hands-free system these days, right? So the, it was all NLP-driven, so the doctors would uh, actually talk commands into the system so when they see an AI model and they see a bounding box like this, they'll say, take a picture through voice. And the system takes a picture. And then the doctor will say, sessile polyp, or whatever medical terms that they use. And our workflow automation system was smart enough to understand all the medical terms. And then um, it was directly written into a report. So all of this, uh, so talking about data and healthcare on uh, Kubernetes, so the system that we developed needed to be very secure. Um, it needed to perform with ultra, ultra low latency. What we mean by that is that the whole uh, back and forth from capturing uh, th those video feeds from when the scope is inside your tummy into going to the AI model running at the edge and then going to the cloud and coming back. That whole uh, round trip latency needed to be less than 120 milliseconds. And then, um, you know, we are capturing frame by frame and then the model is learning and the model is detecting at the same time. That inter-frame latency needed to be 17 milliseconds. So there's a lot of um, processing, real-time processing. It needed to be secure. Um, and then coming back to the whole topology um, that, and before I get to this, uh, I'd like to say that uh, even last week, 
this was in uh, it was actually being used in uh, in new delhi in india by apollo hospitals those of you are aware of uh, the name it's a big hospital brand and with uh, airtel and um, aws as partners and also in the us uh, we had one of the largest uh, uh, ambulatory service providers amsurge and together with verizon we tested all of this back and forth multi cluster connectivity and the latencies and and what enabled us to put a system together like this and this is where we are going with the system or um where there will be multiple regional hospitals and each each room would have a feed node collecting data from the patients and there'll be multiple edges that's processing the data and in this hub and spoke model uh there will be real time inferencing for the doctors and the nurses and also real time voice processing as they you know are recording the uh, their findings into a report so this is the whole workflow automation bit, uh part that i alluded to a little bit earlier where the doctors would actually as they are seeing the those monitors and the bounding box the green bounding box that's assisting them during a real time um colonoscopy they are talking commands to the system and um actually writing reports in real time by voice um so and with that uh i will hand it over to prasad who will talk about how this multi cluster connectivity and communication happened how we had a a multi tenant architecture where cube slice our fundamental uh technology how that creates a slice for every hospital or how we create that isolation between say uh the voice and the the ai and the voice and the video streaming uh data that's going back and forth yeah. oh thank, thank you olivia uh so as uh, olivia described right uh, one of the foundational things which we have a Uh, needed to do is that we needed to do we needed to have a network which is uh, L3 and above right uh, so api driven systems are not going to be possible we needed to have rtp streaming uh, one uh, it needs to be encrypted all the way in so and essentially uh, ingress and egress works well but not not everything for the data side right so how do you bring about low latency east west traffic rather than north south traffic right that's one thing which we wanted to look into uh, and obviously kubernetes is necessary for us to be containerized up workloads nothing can be uh, more uh, easy than kubernetes from a uh, edge and as well as uh, feed node uh, running small uh, k3s and different uh, shapes of uh, this thing one of the thing which at the edge node we had to have uh you know processing using uh, nvidia uh for our uh, image uh, kind of a thing so cuda core needed to be there so that we need to have a dedicated nodes uh to make sure that we image process and then uh, the communication is very important for us because of the as olivia described interframe latency cannot be uh more than 17 milliseconds uh and the overall round trip was you, you realize that the scope is inside the body right and doctor has a, a mic'd up or uh, a phone which uh, uh the bluetooth is going to indicate if there is any uh, bounding box or a detected uh, polyp in there so all that round trip is important for us uh, the system to work 
So that's the reason why we built uh, as uh, latency is, as I described, image needs to be stored because you are constantly learning. The, in the cloud, we have a learning system which, is, uh, which has already processed a whole bunch of images, but uh, as in new images coming in, we are kind of constantly learning. And at the edge node is where the inferencing module uh, sits. Uh, and then uh, the feed node is actually detecting. So we actually have two screens. One screen is from the uh, you know, scope provider, whoever it is, Boston Scientific or whoever, there will be that. And then there is another screen wherein the bounding box is showing up so that at least the, you know, the doctor is not distracted. Uh, so all of these things needed to have uh, more data intense uh, kind of a, a transport. So what we built is um, uh, a cube slice, right? Uh, which is essentially uh, a way of sharding the Kubernetes cluster, right? Uh, and then create a virtual cluster across multiple uh, clusters. You have a cluster in the cloud, you have a cluster at the edge, and you have a cluster at the feed node, right? And all of these things are kind of forming how it needs to communicate to each of these, right? So obviously, uh, everything has to be end-to-end -end encrypted because, you know, HIPAA compliance, uh, the different patient data which is going in there. Although we, a lot of these things are obfuscated, but, you know, you realize that uh, when an image is there on top of it, a patient name shows up or something like that, we need to make sure that everything is uh, kosher from a standpoint of encryption, storage, and all that stuff. Right. Uh, so, uh, ten tenancy is needed because different, uh, you know, either hospitals or different divisions. Uh, let's say we are first uh, entry in colonoscopy. It doesn't mean to say upper GI versus lower GI. You can't use the same system. And then cardiology has other uh, applications inside it. So, uh, so the same hospital may have different divisions who are going to be using the same uh, inferencing system. So you needed to have a tenancy associated with it. Uh, am I running late? Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to be make cognizant about the type. Uh, obviously, uh, if you look underneath the hood, uh, the architecture from a slice standpoint, we actually have uh, dual interfaces inside the pod. Uh, you have a CNI interface, uh, which is essentially, uh, yeah, you know, the lifecycle management of the cluster. But uh, we also created a, something called an overlay interface. An right? overlay interface is something which we use to have this real-time data growing across from part to part standpoint. And then, uh, obviously, in order to, for the services to discover itself, we needed to have uh, on the slice, what we call it as a slice is a kind of a way of describing. It's a, it's a CRD, uh, it's an operator, everybody talks about it. Uh, in all the clusters, we have an operator running in it, uh, which actually uh, instantiates all the parts and then gives an address. The advantage which we wanted to take is that, um, you know, we don't want it to have, uh, you know, IP address uh, management across all these clusters. We wanted to get rid of all that IP address management. We need to be able to uh, get the uh, edges as fast as possible uh, and not have a long life cycle with respect to addressing and all that stuff. So this overlay address, it gave us a much easier way of defining a slice, right? And, uh, and there is a bunch of components. Uh, we are software-defined network built into the cluster, not 
you know, uh, there, there, there are uh, different ways. So if the AWS and Verizon brings the edge, that's one way. Mac is another aspect, which uh, with respect to Airtel, we are trying to do, use uh, AWS Outpost as an edge um, and then uh, run, uh, bring it up. AWS, with association with us, did this trial in uh, uh, India. Uh, the, but, you know, irrespective of what, we wanted to be self-sufficient in how we run these uh, clusters, right? So, um, that's the reason why we needed a better way of isolation, better network, uh, which can do uh, layer three and above. Uh, it can do RTP streaming. Uh, it doesn't have any firewalls or slash, you know, natting. Uh, so when you have a multi-cluster, you're actually creating a virtual cluster from a networking standpoint. So every part on the slice is able to talk, be it in uh, a cluster in cloud or edge or uh, a feed node, right? So that's, that's the most important thing from a latency standpoint, which you have to do, right? That's about it. Uh, if you look at um, our YAML file, because everybody started showing YAMLs. <laughs> uh, our YAML file is very simple, right? Um, you know, we have uh, certain, hmm, doesn't show, right? Other than the PowerPoint, okay. Um, so uh, we have a booth in uh, SU46. If you want to see, uh, I can show you all that there. And uh, I'd just like to add, we have, uh, please check out kubeslice.io. Uh, we have open sourced a lot of our uh, components and our tools. So, you know, as someone said, go and start it, like it, use it, and please do reach out to us.